birth and death bookend the passage of life through our world. Despite the fact that no one can defy this law of nature, skilled restorers can extend the lives of these precious ancient books. They use the best tools and materials. They honor tradition while seeking innovation. Behind their extraordinary skills is their passion for protecting classics, enormous dedication, and a sense of responsibility passed through generations. A junior member of the restoration team is consulting her more experienced colleagues about a badly damaged ancient book. In such cases, young restorers often find it hard to know where to start. Du Wei Sheng has worked at the National Library of China for 46 years. He has been involved in the restoration of the Dunhuang manuscripts, the Yongle Encyclopedia, and other top treasures in the library. He has mentored over 10 young restorers. Du has passed retirement age, but he is still hard at work, seeking to advance the techniques and materials of his craft. Over the past few years, he has been preoccupied with finding more suitable paper, a real problem facing book restoration. As China's paper-making history goes back thousands of years, the paper used in books from different dynasties varies enormously. If the right types of paper can be found, the restorers can undo much of the damage already suffered. Since its founding, the National Library of China has been able to buy high-quality ancient paper. But as time goes by, ancient paper is less used and is simply collected for its own sake. Prices for it have risen markedly, and it has become more and more difficult to find in the market. On the other hand, paper mills producing handmade papers are increasingly focusing on paper for calligraphy and painting, meaning papers of the right quality and texture for book restoration are becoming unavailable. In 2014, the National Library of China had to postpone a project to restore some precious Tang Dynasty classics because it failed to find any suitable paper. In due course, Du Wei Sheng, responsible for the project, found a handmade paper specialist, Gong Bin. Gong Bing has spent over a decade studying the ancient techniques of handmade paper production. Handmade paper can only be produced in small batches, so Gong Bing only takes customized orders. Based on the end result required, he selects the most suitable raw materials and production methods. This means that every sheet of paper the client will receive is of the highest quality. Du Wei Shong and Gong Bin spent nearly two years on research before choosing mulberry bark as their basic raw material. 
Then they made countless trials and careful pH tests before finally producing the optimal paper for restoring the Tang classics. The paper making with mulberry bark originated in the Tang Dynasty. It is a paper that is delicate, soft, and strongly absorbent of water. In addition, it is not prone to fading, making it ideal for copying classics, calligraphy, or painting. The whole process to turn mulberry bark into paper consists of more than 30 steps. Such a technique originated from Sai Lun's papermaking skills, but was then slowly lost as it passed down the generations through history. Gong Bin has rediscovered this once lost technique by studying historical materials and cultural relics. Repeated beating is used to break up the mulberry fiber into pulp. Soaking the fiber after pulping produces the initial form of the paper pulp. With some gentle shakes of hands, a thin layer of pulp is left on the mesh. As the water evaporates, the texture of the paper appears. This might be how the very first sheet looked a thousand years ago. It's how the beautiful and fragile plant fiber is turned into the most reliable material to record literature for posterity. The very first step in restoration is finding a correctly matching paper in terms of material, texture, and color. 
the passage of centuries has rendered the book's pages dark yellow, in contrast to its original milky white. That means the restorer must also find a suitable dye to make the newly made paper match the ancient pages in terms of color. A team from the National Library have donned thick gloves to gather chestnuts from the woods. These spiky shells are the unlikely heroes in the next step of the restoration of ancient books. Tian Ting Ting is deputy head of the restoration team. For several years, she has been looking for the most suitable natural dyes to use in restoration work. Following Tian Ting Ting's initiative, the restoration team has changed from using acorns to the new dye from chestnut shells. The chestnut shell dye is both more stable and more accessible. The restoration paper is soaked in the dye and dried naturally in the air. Beyond that, adjustments must be done to match the shade of the actual book pages it will be integrated with. Sui Zhu Bin is choosing paper to use for restoration. She resorts to an unexpected tool to make sure that the color and condition of the paper match the original. So while making their innovations, these young restorers still honor some traditional practices. Despite the fact that they might seem a bit outdated, they are the unshakable norms of the craft. Five years ago, when Sui Zhu Bin joined the restoration team, she never thought her first lesson would be in how to knead dough. Restorers must follow the same strict standards as a medical worker, 
meaning that all the tools must be sterilized so as not to cause any additional damage to the already fragile ancient books. The paste acts as the bonding agent between the restoration paper and the damaged pages. Extracting the starch from flour and making the paste are fundamental steps. All the materials involved in the process happen to be edible. The paste, made without any chemical additives, is the best match for the old paper and could never be replaced by an industrial product. As the paste dissolves in water, the restorers can manipulate the restoration process which not only largely keeps the original look of the books, but also leaves scope for future work. After drying, it is quite simple to keep the starch. Before they start work, restorers mix water and starch to make the paste. The ingredients and proportion of the paste and water were once a closely guarded secret. Now they serve as proof of the restorer's experience and skills. As a result of his research on handmade papermaking, Gong Bin has hosted a series of exhibitions on Han Dynasty paper over the millennia. These displays are the results of eight years of hard work by Gong Bin, Du Wei Shong, and Wang Juhua. They sifted through a huge amount of data, collected Ran Huang paper, the yellow paper used for calligraphy from across the generations, sought out mulberry and golden cypress from different regions, and conducted endless tests to recreate the type of Ran Huang paper that reached its epitome in the Tang Dynasty. The paper's resilience and resistance to insects made it ideal for documents intended for long-term preservation like official documents or religious classics. It was considered the highest quality of bast fiber papers. Through these exhibits, Gong Bin demonstrates how it was refined through the ages while paying tribute to the craftsmen of the past. Besides the right materials, it's down to the long-term dedication of the restorers that such traditional techniques have survived. 
time becomes visible in the restoration rooms. Skills need to be passed on to future generations so as to maintain the longevity of these precious ancient books. Li Ying joined the National Library of China 36 years ago, receiving the tools of her trade and the skills to use them from her teachers. In the old society, it was thought that if an apprentice learned all the master knew, the latter would be made redundant. This certainly does not apply in book restoration, where the veterans want to pass on their experience as fast and fully as possible to the next generation. At 55, Li Ying is due to retire this year. She will say farewell to this office, where she has more than 50 years of memories with her mother. After the foundation of the People's Republic of China, Zheng Shida was among the first batch of experts to begin restoring ancient books. In 1956, Zheng joined the Beijing Library, which was later to become the National Library of China. Besides his own work, he was also responsible for tutoring the younger generation of restorers. Today, many of them are the experts in their field. Li Ying worked here in the old building of the National Library on Wenjin Street for over 10 years. Today, number one building houses the Library of Ancient Books, home to precious classics. Li Ying is binding a recently restored volume. This is the final step of restoration work and the final step of her 36-year career. 
On public holidays, the buildings of the National Library are quite lively spaces, as enthusiasts come to attend various special interest courses. Tian Tingting is teaching the restoration class this year. Despite wildly differing backgrounds and experience, the students are united by their common interest. Only by giving people wider knowledge about the restoration of ancient books can the ancient skills develop healthily. Ah,那你可能就见过多的地方，它有可能就在那儿待着久些，可能就见不上。因为我退休了，嗯，觉得有时间干以前想干又没有时间干的事儿了，所以有那个国图一出了这个特别一般以后我就过来了。我从事历史